There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Good morning. Top of the morning to you. We're recording very early. Yes, that's why we're a tiny bit late. And we're here to talk about Season 8, Episode 10, Connecting the Lots. Dot, dot, dot. What connects the lots? The dots. The dots? (laughs) Are you sure it's not this uh, rocky road? Uh... Oh, man. Like, literally, I thought you were going to start singing, I love rocky road. So won't you go buy half a gallon, baby? No, I don't really like Rocky Road. Uh, well, I'm, it's a Weird Al song. So. Oh, okay. Literally, that's why I thought you were going to do that. I was so excited. <laughs> All right. You just can't hide it? I just can't hide it. So, hello, everybody. We have uh, uh, a lot to a get lot, through. Yeah, a lot to get through. Um, don't go away at the end because we have something fun to share. We do. That's a sneak. Uh, Maybe we had too much fun. That's a little tease. A, a sneaky tease. Yeah, I just watched the... Uh, um, what is it? The preview for next time on the Curse of Oak Island. Uh-huh. And I think Rick Lagina began it saying, ooh, it's an Oak Island tease. Ooh. So that's like a Oak Island podcast tease. No? Yeah? Maybe. Yeah. All Sorry, right. I'm checking the audio over here because it looks so low. Don't mind me. Hey, look, there I am. Hey, what's up? Hey, okay. We're here. Try that again. We're here. All right. So what's up, everybody? Let's talk. Uh, connecting a lot. So... We start the episode in the swamp. Is that where we want to start our chat today? Yeah. Why not? There's a lot going on in the swamp. There's a lot going on in the swamp and the lot connecting. Where is my pen? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm losing my mind. Over you don't here. need your pen. It's I... fine. Just move on. Just you can do it. <laughs> I don't know that I can. My OCD is showing. Yeah. She likes to like cross things off her I, list as she goes. And I have like... to cross things off my list so I know I don't miss anything. So hopefully... Hopefully we survive. Just use a marker. Oh, a go. brown one. A brown marker. Hey, that seems fitting for the swamp. There you go. Okay. The swamp and its brackish water, right? Thank you for saving me. That's what I do. You saved me? Well, when we first met, I was like Superman. You know, I was Clark Kent. When we first met, I should have never gotten the car with you because it was like midnight, midnight in a parking lot <laughs> in, in, downtown the, in downtown Portland. And I'm just glad I yeah, you're didn't very get naive, weren't you? I didn't get killed. That I'm glad 19. you didn't either. Yeah, that would have been terribly unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't be here today. So we're here today. Anywho, all right, let's talk about this episode. <laughs> it was a fun one. It was lots of stuff going on in the swamp. Like I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there was a lot of stuff going on everywhere. Um, so it opens up with Rick, Billy, and Laird talking about their plans in the swamp. Yes. And Rick says they have generated a general plan. Mm. And of course, Billy, Billy's very privy to the plan. Yeah. Knows well, what's he's going like, on. He's basically the general. He, so Billy is the general of the general plan. Yes. He is um, like uh, the commander. Mm-hmm. He is uh, the one doing the heavy lifting. The literally. chief excavator. Yes. <laughs> head, head of the excavator. Mm. Okay. And the plan is the Billy will track into the swamp yep and begin taking off the top layer of mud and muck on said feature 
and he does. So. Yeah, of course he does. He does so. a lot of taking the uh, top off the feature there. Yeah, so Clotworthy kind of gives us a breakdown about the stone feature in the southeast corner of the swamp. Um, what could be a wharf or a road? Could it be? I don't know. I think we've kind of like really nailed down the road thing. Yeah, I mean, for the next week on, we even get a shot of Jack going, look at the road we found. <laughs> and he's like, Who's he telling that to? I don't know, but he's like yelling it in pure excitement mm. as he's standing on top of the rocks. Yeah. Like, ta-da! You know what I think the most significant thing that happened oh. in this episode is? Okay, besides like discovery stuff, which was good. Craig Tester coming back. Oh my gosh. To the island. I cheered. Yeah, me too. That was awesome. That was but maybe great. he was showing Craig the road. He's like, hey, look, the road. <laughs> He's like, instead of like uh what's yeah, remember Fantas- usually it's like, hey mom, I'm on TV. You probably but... don't remember this, but okay. there was a show called Fantasy Island back in the day, and this little guy would say, The plane boss, the plane. Okay. And maybe he's like, The road boss, the road. Maybe, or he's related to Craig, so it's kind of like <laughs> real excited. Hey, look! <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen you in forever, and there's a road that we found. Yeah, but Craig has already been on the island multiple days. I find it hard to believe they didn't bump into Jack once. So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> maybe Jack was busy being the Jack Six Thousand when That's Craig what he does. was. Or maybe he was uncovering the top <laughs> of the road. At Possibly. the time with it's, his claws. He is in there doing his scooping, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, Rick says that uh, his thought is to dig the trench, creating the distinction between the feature itself and the land proper. Mm-hmm. He tells Laird that he that they might want to indeed follow that line in, uh, in case it does uh, go up to the uplands. Uh, they might want to follow uh, that to get some... Oh my gosh. To get some sense of... The, sense of orientation of the feature whoa you know my sentences don't actually they're bits and pieces of thoughts mm-hmm. so i got it you don't should worry. just they're never actual sentences okay okay just I thought like you it. should know it's fine mm-hmm. but yeah the idea would be that because he's at that time rick is talking to laird and you know they're kind of projecting like hey what direction is this road or path gonna take right so we get like a i may have even screen capped it a picture of where they're projecting that this road is gonna go and it's not really veering up towards the money pit at first but rick does say later it may kind of turn what do you think do you think it turns or just goes straight up to the pine tar kiln well i'm thinking about the fact that there's got to be another road somewhere. So let's say that the Serpent Mound is spoils from the original Money Pit Day, mm-hmm. right? And it's almost at the highest point on Oak Island. So why would you carry spoils that are uphill. so heavy uphill, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Unless there's a, you know, you have the oxen, but you're still, you don't want to wear out your animals so quickly yeah and those are really big stones up there you Mm. know so maybe you got something with like a grade they're doing some grading Mm -hmm. i i don't know so my thought Mm. with the other road is what the one we found the swamp what is it going to be used for right what's its initial initial What's its goal? <laughs> and goal? is saying? it going to go straight or are they going to be looking for the path of least resistance mm. in order to save energy? Or is whatever coming 
downhill? Like, are, is our primary focus taking something heavy downhill? So then if that's the case, you would want it to be a straight line. Mm, but treasure is heavy going uphill then. That's what we want, right? Yeah. But let's think about that. I'll put it away in a little corner uh, yeah, of my mind just, and, just, and stew on it for a little bit. Just put that in your cap. I'll percolate on it. Yeah, percolate on <laughs> it. There's got to be another road. Does there have to be? Yes. Okay. I really think there is. Well, they built one. I think one. there's got to be a loop. They built one at the bottom part of that uh, the swamp, right? I'm talking modern. My bad. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> All You've right. got to be talking about the modern road unless, I mean, we're wondering, does the road go out further into past the modern road? I don't know. Yeah, don't know. Anywho, back to... Back off my tangent. Back to the situation at the swamp, okay? The situation yeah. at hand. Aaron, Jack, Gary, Steve, uh, we're all there. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't hear Steve at all. We just see his prison pole of truth, right? Yeah. You get the overhead shot and you just see. Oh, you're like, oh, that Steve's there. Oh, oh yeah. He's literally got a honing beacon. <laughs> like, you can find Steve anywhere. Yeah. So, um, Laird and Aaron are kind of overseeing what's going on in the swamp. Mm -hmm. They do get a. So, they get like this overhead drone shot mm -hmm. and there's like this L-shaped like pit of despair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like. They don't even mention it, <laughs> but it looks like it's a bottomless pit. And but... it's like roped off so no one falls yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. But um, we were watching it together, and Peter's like, "Pause, pause, pause, pause." Every to, time to look at it, um, you know, every like frame almost. That's and, a real problem. Yeah, and it appears like it's like full of water. It's definitely full of water. You can see a reflection of the tree right yeah, by it, yeah. reflecting in. Yeah. Um, but I. But what know. is it? I I don't know. Mm. I have questions that need answers. Me Could it too. be? I, everybody does. I know. But you know what? They get some answers in this episode later on. Even Dr. Aaron Taylor is like, hey, I got some answers for you. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get there. But like, hey, I want to talk hold your to horses. Aaron. We might get your uh, some Just answers. hold your oxen. Yeah. And your ox shoes. <laughs> and their nails. Yeah. So Jack jumps down into this. Jack, uh, Jack jumps. Yeah. Jack jumps. What about jumping jacks? <laughs> Jack be nimble. Jack be quick. How about Jack's jumping beans? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he jumps down. He, he, it's almost like he has jumping beans in his system. I and know. He's like, uh, Jack dig, attack. Dig, 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 dig. That's right? what he likes to do. Yeah. Um, Aaron joins him and uh, uses his trowel, points out some wood that they found beneath the rocks. Wood beneath the rocks? Isn't that exactly what Dr. Spooner is always looking for? Like wood trapped true. by rocks? That's true. This is very deliberately placed. Oh, yes. Wood. Yeah, the, the wood that uh, uh, Dr. Spooner found that was dated to like 1200 or whatever in the paved stone area of the swamp is much different because it was like accidentally uh, laid between these stones, but it was like a little time capsule. But it's like this stuff, another paved stone area. Yeah, this it's other place like... is a different paved stone area, but the wood is beneath the rocks. And uh, this really impressed like Aaron Taylor, Whoa. especially. You know, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it, it impressed, impressed everybody. Me. I haven't done any uh, research on ROADs and... <laughs> and cribbing? 
and cribbing and yeah. you know when you play settlers of Catan. now mm -hmm. that i'm thinking about it in order to get a road you have to have brick and wood <laughs> you do even they knew that's how you made a road do they call it do they actually call it brick and wood in the game isn't it like brick and like forest brick and timber yeah yeah it's a tree yeah I get but you. like even they knew that you had to have cribbing mm -hmm. and and that's a board game it's a board game and it carries over to oak island actually Catan is all island. on an island <laughs> i bet you the creators of the game on the mystery mm. solved it solved it sure all right aaron says that he's excited because they see this you know, he calls it cribbing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like a support underneath this uh, rocky road. Mm -hmm. It's funny that I say that because next week's episode is actually called Rocky Road. <laughs> and um, they found this post that was running horizontally, you mm -hmm. know, uh, along this this stone mm -hmm. pathway road. It's yeah. just, it was really cool, amazing to see because it was purposefully put there by humans. A long time ago. And there's no way that it wasn't. I, I love that with this particular stone structure, they've really been able, it's like, you know, they get the profile. They're really going to be able to see how this was constructed, what it's made of. We've got the archaeologists in there, <laughs> all of them. We've got the trial team in. Trial and team. they're going to be able to take it down all the way, right? Archaeology, like laird has told us is a deconstructive process that's why we take so many pictures take it apart so eventually we're going to be able to take apart part of this road right and mm -hmm. they're probably going to be able to date that wood mm -hmm. and aaron's pointing out how it's got to be like a cribbing because there's you've got a horizontal piece and a horizontal piece and running between them which we have to we don't have to, but I'm going to assume there's another two set of horizontal posts on the other side and mm -hmm. running between them is going to be another post, right? Yep. And that is going to help support these really heavy stones and kind of dissipate the weight so they don't just sink in. I kind of think of it as like a wood sandwich underneath, you know, you got your bread, your bread, and then you got your uh, turkey in the middle. Oh, I was gonna say like Oreo cream filling, Ugh. and then you have the the chocolate pieces of Oreos or the wood. Mm. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited about it. Yeah, it's something cool. that we see a little bit. I don't think I put this in the notes, but like at the very end of the episode, mm -hmm. when they're walking away from the swamp, I had noticed Billy behind people we're picking up like a giant log with his excavator. You just see it come up behind like Rick and Aaron. I think it was, yeah. Uh, and it looks like he's pulling out one of the logs from the cribbing. Like maybe they had taken a part and mm. it was for the next week. But then you also see just this quick flash of Rick and Steve carrying out like a tree, yeah, uh, almost that. an entire tree worth of, <laughs> whatever post yeah. or whatever I, i'm thinking are they taking apart the road and is no one gonna say why is rick and steve carrying a tree out of the swamp <laughs> this thing's huge nope we're not just not gonna mention it well <laughs> it didn't happen i screen capped it because <laughs> i have questions mm. 
Not that I'll get the answers. Well, you know what they're going to do? Dendrochronology, baby. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Are they walking over to uh, send it off for Dendro? I got to know these Likely. Things. Yeah. Yes. Anywho, mm -hmm. you know, they make fun of us for our anywho's now. I do think I? there's like a drinking game going on. I don't say it. You oh, say it. no, you say it all. I think I counted you know, four times this morning before we got onto the podcast that you said it. You know, I probably got it from you. You're a bad influence. Well, I am a bad influence. I'm actually known as the instigator among friends. Mm -hmm. But uh, anywho. All right, let's go on. I've got a lot of tangents. I'm so sorry. Okay, moving on. Yes. Yeah. Where was I? Okay, we were talking about the cribbing. Mm -hmm. uh, and we get kind of like an interview with Rick where he's pointing out that in order to gather all of these materials, mm -hmm. like that alone would have been a lot of work. It would have been a lot of work. A lot of work, a lot of people, a lot of to just just set it up mm -hmm. and then you know i just want to know like what they used it for <laughs> like i really want to know what they used it for mm -hmm. and hopefully with gary out there doing some metal detecting mm -hmm. uh they'll be able to find some artifacts and we'll get a real good idea mm -hmm. like they found some artifacts already well and rick points out on top of the amount of people and materials and you know you have to have someone that's gonna make an engineering type of analysis that you know Pete, like Pete Moss, and some type of cribbing, mm -hmm. in addition to these rocks, is going to be your best bit mm -hmm. in order to... So it's just this huge undertaking. And I've seen many people say, why use, like, stones mm -hmm. if, like, it would tear up the oxen shoes and stuff. Like, no wonder they threw shoes all the time. Yeah, you know, I bet you it was, like, filled in with, like, you know, packed dirt or mm -hmm. something in between. So it was kind of smooth, you know. Mm -hmm. That's not, you yes. know, the packed dirt would be get washed away over the centuries or, you know, actually got packed back in, didn't it? And they've mm -hmm. just been, they've been tearing it down below the layer where it would have been all smooth and flat. Yeah, and I'm sure the peat material that's in the swamp would have filled in really nicely yeah. and kind of held itself. Our archaeologists exactly. are going to be pulling off that, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, which makes sense. Archaeologists, and, uh, archaeology is a destructive process. It is. That's right. That's why we take pictures. But I was also thinking, you if you build the entire road out of wood, mm -hmm. you're going to be chopping down a lot of trees. Mm -hmm. which is going to be mm, kind of noticeable when, you know, you're working on the island and if you're getting all this wood from right there mm -hmm. and then you're just drawing really attention to what you're doing. So I think the rocks actually help conceal what you're doing and not draw attention to it. Mm -hmm. And if they were stonemasons, that is likely the type of work they were really good at and knew how to build roads with stones, right? We got the Rockmeister Rick. He, he prefers probably making uh, stone walls. He's made uh, thousands, uh, thousands of, of feet, feet of, of, uh, them. of them. Yeah. So. so if you could do something really quickly with stones mm -hmm. and effectively, and you knew that, 
you'd probably use that versus trying to find people or yourself learn something brand new to put down a road. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Right. I'm with you. Okay. I really am in tangent mode this morning. That's probably what happens when you get me up this early. Actually, I'm up this early a lot anymore. <laughs> what am I saying? <sighs> All right. So <laughs> Aaron just really wants to know if this, uh, you know, feature moves into the upland, right? That's like uh -huh. his primary focus at this point, you know, because uh -huh. you get that, you'll get more answers. Yeah. That, that piece where we go from swamp to the ground proper. Yep. And he actually, he thinks he kind of finds that, mm -hmm. you know, he's looking under there. Hey, this is where basically where the rubber meets the road mm -hmm. or where the road meets the, uh, upland <laughs> yeah they're asking billy to pull some more of that off the top and mm -hmm. as they are, you hear laird go aaron 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 <laughs> like he sounds really worried because yeah. billy he's pulling some back in here yeah and it, what was that big thing that billy scraped over the top was that a giant rock or is that no a, he was pulling back and he um it looked like he caught a tooth on a piece of wood and Aaron's like, whoa, and he yeah. comes running, checks it out, and it's exactly what they're looking for. It's the point in which we are going from swamp to upland to yep. land land, which is exciting. Yeah, so that's kind of what happens in that first little instance of hanging out at the swamp. You mm -hmm. want to continue with the swamp? Yes, even though at this point... Aaron's like, hey, I need to go check on the Serpent Mound. I just love that they call it the Serpent Mound. Like, that's just what it's called, even though it's not, like, confirmed. You know, I mean, what else it's are they going to call it? I know. It's just, it's cool. Uh, uh, hey, I, I get it. Yeah. I don't know. I still kind of hope it is a Serpent Mound. That'd be fun. I'd like, be mean, like, well, what the heck next can the island throw at this? Let's say if it's the spoils from the money pit. And you're dumping them out of oxen cart, right? You wouldn't keep piling them up. You'd dump it like next to each other and, or if you want to create a diversion you're like hey let's just let's do something that's blatantly out here in the open and people are gonna be like whoa and then away. it's their diversion right that's why the pirates have been known to say mm, you're sneaky well you you're gonna ways. come up with lore that keeps people away from yeah, your treasure. Like, maybe like there's a curse. Like a curse. <laughs> like an island that doesn't exist. Like uh, there's something in the directions that are wrong. But unless you know the key what to what that really means, then you can't find the treasure. So I'm thinking Serpent Mound could have been a diversion. It's a good way to hide and distract mm -hmm. people following you in plain sight. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Could be. And it's not like you can dig a hole. You know how hard it is to dig a hole and get everything to fit back in it's very to tough. that hole? Yeah. It takes a while for it to settle and get in. Yep. It's just really not going it to happen. Yeah. That's why. So, like, you do the experiment with the jar where it's got a bunch of rocks and it's filled in with dirt and all this stuff. And then it's near impossible to get everything back in. But if you put in, like... Yeah, like you can't put the dirt in first. You have to put the rocks, then you put in the dirt, and everything has to shimmy between. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, like when Deidre and I did what uh, our first dig in Golden Gate Park mm -hmm. for the secret. Yep. Um, we dug a big hole. 
-hmm. we put we put as much dirt back in as we could and the ranger comes over and says hey uh there's a little bit of dirt left over you need to make sure that all gets in there and we're like well we kind of tried man like we like we, we got it packed I, I think he wasn't uh familiar with what happens with uh dirtage well yeah especially when you've turned it up yeah because like we put the, we put the grass back on top nice and neat but like yeah, there was the still sod. yeah there was still a bit of dirt left on our tarp mm -hmm. and we kind of just like sprinkled it on top you mm -hmm. know because that's what you have to do you can't get every bit back inside and that was a small hole we're not talking like 150 200 foot deep or whatever this ends mm -hmm. up being well and even throwing that back a bit further let's think about dunfield digging mm -hmm. his giant hole that's yeah. why people wonder about where all of his spoils went. There's no way, even with a hole that big, and let's say you put all the dirt back in, it would still be a giant. There would still be a mound, There'd even a with the over. settling over the years. Well, that's why the elevation in the money pits changed. Exactly. So. And that's why there seemed to be an indentation in the ground of where the original money pit is. Because if you dig a hole, even with the cribbing, say, that they put in there mm -hmm. to help support it. Things are going to start sagging um, after the over the years. Yeah, it's going to start settling mm -hmm. in. Yep. It's Makes a depression in the ground. It's just, that's yeah. the, it's called science. Yeah, and nature. And nature. Yeah, but. Well, I guess nature Nature, is science. science. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. so. Later, Tangent over. Later on, we do come back to the swamp. Mm -hmm. We have Jack, Laird, Gary, and Billy doing some digging and yep. doing some, you know, metal detecting and doing all, all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Gary says that they have a good plan in place, and Billy is just scraping the surface, mud, and getting the feature, you know, cleaner. Yep. Like, uh as far as so you can see what it is uh -huh. and they do a good job like i mean when they do those drone shots you're just like whoa what else can oh, that be man, it's a those freaking road yo <laughs> are amazing yeah pretty like pretty i cool. love the other stone paved area mm -hmm. but this is intense yeah yeah it is because of how they discovered it and how they've been able to uncover it a little different for sure all right, so Gary's like, hey, we're going to hit the mother load with artifacts here. Let's go do it. Mm -hmm. And so he starts detecting. He does get a hit in the spoils pile, and he yells, it's an old coin. And Jack literally comes running. <laughs> like, he is stoked. He practically throws his shovel. Mm -hmm. That's a, a little bit of a departure from last episode, because when he saw a coin, he, like, jumped away. He's, like, backing up, almost falling over himself, getting away yeah, from it. Because <laughs> he... He saw it first and he was about to dig it up and he's like, <laughs> like yeah. it came at him. Yeah. It was pretty hardcore. Yeah. This, he didn't want to miss a moment of whatever this was. Yeah. So Gary finds this old coin. He says that it looks like an old copper coin. He shows it to Laird, Jack, Rick, and Scott. Mm -hmm. And uh, Rick says that he's heard all the excitement um, from uh, Gary, from and, Gary. Came and came running. Mm -hmm. Gary must have been pretty loud. Well, even Marty talks about uh, how it, when Gary gets excited about finding a coin, he's like, I can't, I can't even like get that excited. I know. And he you is, can't like, even fake his yeah, excitement. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I bet a lot of it is Gary is well aware of all the cameras around and he knows that that kind of thing needs to be really captured. But I truly think, That's I mean, that, that is 
I mean, based off of interviews we've done, they say, I mean, this, he's just a very excitable guy. Yeah, but so like, is Jack. okay, when he finds stuff on the beach in Florida, is he like sitting there screaming, woohoo, top pocket fine, baby, and stuff like that? I don't think so. I bet you he did when he found that Spanish coin. You mean the ring? Yeah, that's what I meant, <laughs> the Spanish ring. But in Florida, so he's always pulling stuff up always. there, right? So mm -hmm. it's a little bit of being desensitized because you're used to finding the rolex watch that someone lost in the sand or man whatever. i wish that i had that problem i was just like so used to finding treasure that i'm just like meh, meh. i mean that's cool but meh, <laughs> meh just but another day modern. on the job you know brushing for him and we've heard him say this before is that on oak island mm -hmm. you literally have no idea what you're gonna get from where or when or era, yeah yeah i mean anything from an ox shoe to a spike to a coin like it's just it's stuff that doesn't belong there so to him it's just like what to do in there whoa yeah yeah so rick asks how old the coin is and gary says probably late 1600s early 1700s and it came out of the uh, dirt that um from the fill dirt yeah from the stone feature area so mm -hmm. literally that's where we're looking you know mm -hmm. like that's where stuff will be dropped in between you know like he expected this to be the mother load anyways. And, it, and it's going to be. So, mm -hmm. yeah, they're going to find a lot in this area, I think. Rick points out the, uh, the 1652 Spanish coin. Yeah, the Mervedi coin. Yeah, it's uh, the one they found at the end of uh, season one. Mm -hmm. You know, it had a date of 1652. I mean, could it be related? Could it be? It was found in a mound just, you know, kind of over in that area. Yep. But they had... Like, literally, that was a long time ago. They had no idea that this road existed. Isn't that crazy? You know, Dan Blankenship had no idea this road existed. Nobody did. There's yeah. no records. Fred it... Nolan had no idea this road existed mm -hmm. on his property in the swamp. Like, what? And it's a major feature. So yeah, it is. I'm surprised cool. we haven't seen Tom out there, actually. Hmm. Well, maybe he's... Busy trying to get whatever part to fix the hydraulic line yeah um, he, he was out there wasn't he so yeah i don't know i still want to know what was going on with that maybe he's on business somewhere he's a busy guy i bet he is yeah. don't know but um gary said they should get a coin expert to take a look mm -hmm. right and he'll get it they'll get it cleaned up they'll tell him where it came from basically mm -hmm. so he looked he says it looks like an old colonial copper coin mm -hmm. so Yep. So, um, it, good stuff. It, yeah. Rick points out, uh, he, the hope is that it would coincide with whatever this stone feature is. Right. So hopefully this is going to continue to help with the dating. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we're going to be looking for twigs between rocks and sometimes there's an artifact between rocks. Hopefully they find, uh, they, hopefully they're able to clean it off and they're mm -hmm. like, Whoa, this, this is from, 1400 1500 wouldn't mm -hmm. that be something that would be something That'd be amazing and then so gary gets back to work metal detecting of course and that's right on top of the stone pathway which is actually covered with dirt kind of like we were talking about earlier yep. mm -hmm. and, and what do you find he gets a hit and has jack start digging and he digs in and laird's you know kind of looking <laughs> on and what you doing there gary yeah and <laughs> yeah gary wasn't he like Hey, uh, mind the rocks, mind the rocks. Yeah. Kind of well, deal. Jack puts it, he goes, I can't, I think it might be part of the structure. He's like, yeah, avoid getting into rock if you can. <laughs> yeah. And it, it wasn't um, mm -hmm. anything from that, 
But what was interesting, it was, you know, a tiny piece of iron and it was an ox shoe nail, mm -hmm. which we have found ox shoes further up this potential path, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So leading on to lot 15, mm -hmm. yeah. lots of ox shoes. And now they're finding a nail in the spoils of the, the part that leads into the swamp itself. I mean, what does that tell you? It tells you that there is a well-worn path right mm -hmm. here where they had to use a beast of burden to beast of burden. Yeah. Hashtag to, that one. They had to use beasts of burden to haul this stuff back and forth. I mean, mm -hmm. it's no um, you know, you're not you're not just doing like a, a shopping cart's worth of stuff. You know, you're no. doing big old big old treasure troves of mounds of treasure, yes. <laughs> mounds of it. That's why sometimes, you know. It kind of falls out of the cart there. Mm -hmm. A little shimmy and a shake will uh, knock shake. it right on off. All right. So then we kind of leave the swamp. But we do come back, right? But we're back again. Yeah. So we have um, Laird, Charles, Aaron, Scott, Gary, Rick, and Billy. At the <laughs> swamp war table? The swamp table? The swamp table? Yeah, it, it I don't know. It looks like a spoils, like a um, wash table, but for the swamp, right? Yeah. And so you do see an overhead shot of the feature in the swamp. It's super duper impressive. Yeah. And um, Aaron says that they've been able to get some answers. Dun, dun, dun. And he is pretty happy with that and how the day went. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're talking Oak Island. You're talking answers, Aaron. Like, yeah. They, 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 Are you why, new here? <laughs> why did they make a bigger deal about that? Or were they just like, yeah, you're kind of... Slow your roll, man. Yeah, you're kind of new here, bro. <laughs> He's like, no, these are. No, he was excited. Yeah, he was definitely excited. And I don't blame him. And he was feeling very good about the progress that they made that day. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. And Rick is telling them that, hey, um, our, my brother is really not up to speed here. <laughs> yeah, let's get Marty on the line, right? Mm -hmm. And so he calls Marty and he's like, hey, a bit, uh, little brother, uh -huh. <laughs> and Marty's like, "What up, big brother? What up?" Okay, it doesn't quite say that. No, I don't. The slang, not really a thing for Rick. I don't think Rick would know any slang. He knows very elegant words. He is very elegant. He is very eloquent. Eloquent. That's that's mm. a very good description. Word for it. Yeah, um, he's from another era. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Okay, so Rick goes on to say. When you're looking at the stone feature, it is remarkable. It's huge. It's out of place. We're asking, what is it doing here? Why was this structure even needed? It's impossible, almost impossible, to put yourself back three to 400 years. And it begs answering these types of questions. Um, but we've got to uncover more of the road to find out exactly where it's going. Mm -hmm. And that's what we were talking about does it kind of veer off of what we're what the line currently looks like it's doing because if you take the trajectory trajectory, <laughs> trajectory yep. of where it's currently going mm -hmm. it looks like it's going to go past like kind of angle away from money pit or the um, pine tar kiln just like if we were to draw a straight line it probably curves guess what they're gonna find out we will find out we got a rocky road next week right yes we do they're gonna 
I, I'm so glad that they put so much effort into this area. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It is really cool. I mean, it tells some stories that they didn't know the answers to before. They didn't even know the questions to these. The uh, questions to ask to because there before. were yeah. answers. There was nothing. So pretty cool. All right. So, yeah, Rick says, hey, Aaron, here's the phone. Tell Marty what you yeah, got going. Right? Let, let's get him up to speed. And yeah. uh, he takes him on a, you know, they all take they all take marty on a little walk on a journey on a, on a, a walk about through the swamp yes right? um yeah marty is very excited uh he says that he is super interested uh-huh. he looks really impressed you know throughout this whole little presentation uh-huh. it's too bad he couldn't be there in person that day he probably yep. had some you know now that craig's on the island i mean maybe but, he's like oh, now i have so much more work to do because you know i don't have Craig there work. just taking care of everything yeah they probably like I was going to say high-fived on the way through, but I doubt it. <laughs> elbow bump. Yeah, they elbow bumped on the way through because, you know, someone's probably, especially with this day and age, you got to do the back and forth and mm-hmm. the quarantining. No, I don't think he left. You don't think he left? No. I don't. I didn't think he was on the island, but mm. he might be. I think he's in his quarantine house, but, I mean, that's, uh, on the, or that's near the island. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anywho... Aaron starts showing Marty, you know, the stones. He, you know, shows him just what they've been up to, right? Mm-hmm. Marty is gobsmacked. He is. He's he even am- says it. Mm-hmm. He even says that he's gobsmacked. And he's amazed because no searcher has ever mentioned this road. Yeah. And it's this a- is, yeah. It's That just boggles my mind because people have been searching this, <laughs> this island since 1795. Not every one of them kept really good notes, you know, good records. So mm-hmm. maybe they found something, but I kind of doubt it. Like, it, it seems like this has been a mystery forever. Or like this, it wasn't even a mystery because it was unknown. Well, especially considering its condition. Yeah, it's like. It doesn't look like it's been disturbed. No, and it's been covered in the brackish water of the swamp. So mm-hmm. it's been preserved. Yep. So pretty cool. Um, Marty in his little interview segment says it could lead to where the treasure is buried, 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 or to a set of significant clues, like maybe a staging area or something like that related to it. Um, it could be the biggest clue they've discovered this year. And that's a great way to put it with these discoveries, it being a clue Mm -hmm. and uh, spot on. Yep, and uh, he says that he's uh, Rick says that he's glad they um, that they stayed the course, and um, he has always thought the swamp was the keeper of secrets. And we're like, wait a second, I thought Charles was. The I thought of Charles was keeper of <laughs> secrets, and then but Corian and Chris say that Poussin is keeper of secrets. Not everybody gets to have that title, guys. Unless it's like the secret team. Hey, we said it first, so it's Charles. So it's okay, Charles. we we staked that claim on Charles Barkhouse, keeper of secrets. Sorry, guys, but sorry, whatever, not sorry. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Marty's response was was like what he kind of kept it off with was the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like it was probably the funniest part of the episode. Probably. What was it? Uh, so Marty says, "I remember clearly when you wanted to quit on the swamp, and I said, Rick." No way. <laughs> Marty. Oh, Marty. <laughs> That's funny. It's a stuff. good thing your adventures have been filmed. Yeah, right. We know. We know. 
We know. So a lot happened in the swamp this episode. Oh my that gosh. Was, that's kind of wrapping up the swamp for our chat. But mm -hmm. wow. I mean, I just, I love it. There's so much going on. So much fun. And so many discoveries. Mm -hmm. Like if you're there doing it all, it probably hurts your head a little bit. Like what? What'd they find? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, it's pretty impressive sure? stuff. Yeah. It, it's just, it's bananas. All right. So we do some stuff in the money pit. Mm -hmm. Let's chat about Terry. The Keeper of Secrets, Charles. Mm -hmm. Yep. Scott Barlow hanging out at the table waiting for some spoiled sausage to be put on. Spoiled sausage. <laughs> Ew. Okay, how about some choice sausage we put on the choice table? Choice sausage. We're talking one? top of the line here. Choice. Okay, they're currently in hole F.25-9.75. <laughs> okay. I'd say what? <laughs> I, I paused. It was like, jigga what? Because I, I've been following it along with their grids, right? So I understand uh, I've got to get my grid that I've made from all the screen caps of like what they go off of and share it because it's impressive. If I can just get it overlaid properly, then anyways, but it, we have where all the different locations are. So they have a grid that breaks up the money pit and we name them based off that grid okay it's like an engineering grid you you have a through whatever i think they it's like a through j and then they have your numbers right so you it's like bingo you know b1 or whatever what in the world like i get d11 i get whatever 5.5 but f 0.25 dash 9.75. I mean, to me, that says we're looking at section F, and then I'm going over 0 0.25. But okay. that means I'd be at the zero, which means the grid maybe wasn't big enough in the first place. And then shouldn't we be going into negative numbers? And then there's no way the borehole is big enough to go all the way out to 9. Seven five. I have questions. I need answers. Okay, what if it's 0.25 and negative seven nine point seven five? I get that, but that's not what was said. That makes sense to me because if we're going off zero and then the end oh of their gosh. line is calm 10, down, calm down. Look, they know what they're talking about, and the guys oh. standing there with them are like, they're do they're actually working. Okay, they're not trying to put on a TV show, and you know. People might think the show is scripted. Okay. It's, it's not, not. Okay. It's not a scripted show. It's not a scripted anything. They're out there doing the work and there happens to be camera people capturing it all. They're not going to say blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they go through all the effort to say all those numbers when right. it, they could just say, okay, borehole that's in uh, F what, you know, whatever F point uh, F nine or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's all they needed to say. Okay. But for those of us that like to follow along and know exactly where the borehole is going <laughs> down, like I understand the naming because I get the grid. Mm -hmm. I've been following along on my engineering grid and this doesn't this. fit. What? And I haven't this whole number. <laughs> it's a real problem for me. Calm down. Take a deep breath. It's going to be OK. You, all we, we're people that just get to enjoy watching them do what they do okay it's harder we're, we're to not enjoy. on the island to work 
when I don't understand this borehole number? You know what? It's like the mystery of how many looks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop. The world may never know. Oh, I will know. I will find out. I may have to go to the island and beg everybody to tell me. Call Terry Matheson. He'll let you know. Yeah, because I have his number on speed dial. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, so they get the choice sausage, right? Yes. Okay. Your ranch is over. Thank you. Right? Yes. This hole in particular lands between RF1 and OC1. That's right. Okay. Those are important holes. And this hole, OC1, by the way, OC1, it's there. All these things make sense. Yeah. But not this hole. It's going to give you nightmares, isn't it? I am having nightmares since Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. I'm crying. I'll give you a hug when we're done. Okay. It's okay. All right. So they get the choice sausage on the table. Terry calls this one an anaconda. <laughs> it like looks like a giant snake. So that's pretty funny. You're like, whoa. So this one in particular is like, what? It's like 30 feet long. So yeah. that's a giant anaconda. It's yeah. no longer a sausage. It's not a sausage. It's a choice anaconda. Yeah. So it's between 178 feet and 208 and a half feet. 78? 178. Didn't I say 178? 178 feet depth oh, yeah. to 208 foot depth. Right? Yes, yes. And Terry finds it interesting, but it doesn't really seem to have a debris field in it. Mm-hmm. So and they were thinking because they were so close to those spots. Yeah, and it's kind of disappointing, but you know what? They're like, they're really positive out there. They're like, next, next hole. Let's go to the next hole and see what it brings us. Because they have a lot of proposed little dig sites there left. It's systematic. It is systematic. That we we got to stick to the system. Yep. So Scott has a nice little quip here at the end. What does he say? She gets to keep her secret one more day. And I was like, ooh, Scott, that was deep. It was deep. Like dude. the borehole. Yes. Very but much the borehole's like the borehole. not deep enough. Yep. All right. So you know what? We kind of... I don't know. Do we need to go to the war room here? That's what I'm thinking, because this is where Craig is back. Craig makes his triumphant return to Oak Island. And I go, yeah! And he's out there hanging out with Doug, right? Yep. Rick Spooner and Doug are in the war room. Craig's back after, for the first time, he just did his 14-day quarantine. And he's like, (laughs) Craig's like, I guess no handshakes. Nope. That's got to feel really weird walking into the war room like that for the first time with such a weird. Well, they're a family, right? Yeah. It's the fellowship of the dig. They're all used to like handshakes and hugs. Yeah. And oh, that I get it. Yeah. So Craig just says it's very good to be back. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know. I was really happy to see Craig in the war room. Oh. I'm glad to see him on the island. Like literally we said it earlier. As soon as he showed up, Deidre cheered. I did. I heart Craig. Yeah, he's great. Hearts for Craig. Sure. Sure. Him and Scott 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 can share hearts. He can share his hearts with Craig. Isn't Scott Barlow Appreciation Day coming up? Pretty soon. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, Let's see here. So Craig says it's really different this time. You know, he's been gone for so long, and he's not usually the type of person like when it comes to vacation or anything where he gets excited Mm -hmm. until he's like there, Mm -hmm. he doesn't like get that anticipation, but this time he was more excited to get here you know, kind of the anticipation because they'd been gone for so long. 
And then he gets here and then you're straight into two weeks of quarantine. So the poor guy is like, you know, going crazy. But he, he said he got a lot of work done. I wonder if like when he was um, getting ready to come to the island, mm -hmm. you know, because he says he doesn't get excited until he's like already going. Uh -huh. Maybe he probably wasn't, um, you know excited or anything but yeah when you're cooped up for two weeks and all that is building in you man he's ready to just like make it explode yeah. onto the island like all of his excitement all of his energy he's just gonna mm -hmm. go out there and make things happen well he said he was just more excited to, even before he got there yeah and so you're already more excited which he's not used to and he's been gone longer than usual and then he's in quarantine and he's just He's going over, since he, he knows work's going on on the island, and he's definitely put a lot of work into the money pit, he's able to really pour over the data while he's in quarantine and reanalyze the plan that they have set up with the boreholes and with drilling and mm -hmm. all that. Yep, he's been busy. Yeah. He's always busy, and he's always going over the numbers. Mm -hmm. Hard data guy. Definitely. All right, so he says that he's been reviewing what they have found and is eager to get drilling and really eager to take a look at that swamp. Mm -hmm. You know, and I would be too with what they're finding out there. Uh, Doug fills the guys in that are at the war room around uh, the table, the status of drilling mm -hmm. right now um, out in the money pit. Yep. They've done 21 holes around the RF1 OC1. 21 area. of those six inch micro boreholes. Yeah, and, and, and that's got to be. We've only seen a handful of them. I know, but like every time they do one, they're hoping, you know, when they get down to the between 150 to 200 feet, they're like, yes, it's going to be this time. Mm -hmm. and that's got to be a lot of disappointment. It is. Terry has to be tired. Yeah, but they're always optimistic. Next hole, next hole. Right? Mm -hmm. we're, if we're pulling data, then we're moving forward. Right. And that's kind of. That's kind of the big thing. Yeah. Doug says that he's. Uh, personally interested in the spot Craig is interested in mm -hmm. over by uh, OC1. Mm -hmm. So Craig is eager and encouraged to keep looking in this area. Uh, he looked at a, um, at the wells in this area a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the 150 to 165 foot zone. Mm -hmm. So, so mm -hmm. consistently, it sounds like with the ones that they've pulled, that's kind of the sweet spot that I assume is where he's seen, you know, weird things such as like the darkening of the material. And we learn later as to why that happens. But isn't that cool that we get to learn all that stuff too? Yeah. Did you know what dendrochronology was before last year? No. Or a year and a half ago or whatever? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, we got to learn all this cool stuff. And Lots now, of learning. And now the word dendrochronology is in our vocabulary. So it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. All right, Rick asks Craig, do you have a grid set up? So looks like Craig's I mean, like, I got a new plan. But he's, you know, he's pulling out one, which is essentially their exact same old plan. <laughs> but I think maybe he's added some extra holes. Cool. Um, he asked them to jump on E12 first. E12, you know what that is? What? That's on the grid system. It makes <laughs> sense. I, I bet you it's over by F. 0.25-9.75. Oh, EF. Yeah, but 0.25. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> they probably did that on purpose just to make people like you fly off the handle. 
Yeah. I'm going to screenshot that and I'm going to send it to every cast member and say, please explain yourself. No, no, no. If you did that, I thank you because it's funny. (laughs) You're such a jerk. Yep. All right. So, yeah, they're going to look at that E12 area. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. And, um, you know, they found that wood at about 150 feet in OC1, right? Mm-hmm. And that was dated to 16, wait, 1706. Yes, yes. And they, they, they're hammering that into us for a reason, like that number, 1706. You remember that stone that the rest dolls found? Mm-hmm. It said 1704. Mm-hmm. I mean... With these kind of dates, it doesn't seem too far-fetched that that could have been something left behind by somebody. Because mm-hmm. for a long time, I just said, eh, somebody uh, either just uh, scraped that rock and, like, placed it there so that someone would find it and think it's a big find. You know, I thought it was like a prank, you know, oh, basically. You thought it was a decoy, like the Serpent Mound? Or, yeah, or just, like, a prank or, you know, like, someone just... Uh, deliberately trying to disrupt what's going on on the island kind of like the guy that said that he throws coins around Mm -hmm. and hopes that gary finds them on the show Uh, you know that that jerk sorry dude you're a jerk like legit that is a jerk move yeah if i saw somebody do that on the island and i was there oh my gosh would you push them in the swamp i don't know i might roll them around in the brackish water i'm not i'm not a violent person but i might (laughs) it might come to fisticuffs (laughs) i put that guy in a headlock I'm a big dude. There's that giant hole full of water over in the swamp, (laughs) the pit of despair. Oops. I I just, that really burns my biscuit. Like, I don't like it. I don't like the idea of somebody doing that. Nobody likes a burned biscuit. I don't like the idea of somebody doing that. And that's kind of what I suspected the 1704 rock was because it's like a little too perfect, a little too on the nose, you know. But I don't know. These other dates, like, are really hitting that. Wonder no more. Wonder no more. All right, Robert Clotworthy kind of gives us a breakdown and a review of what the Chapel Vault is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something we're a little familiar with. We've heard it a couple mm-hmm. times. Um, and Clotworthy mentions that Craig hopes that this new grid will aid in the drilling to the Chapel Vault. Right. And we've been chasing it, thinking that it's been moved around by the solution channel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Doug says he has checked the records and he has no nothing indicating that a searcher channel that deep would be there Mm -hmm. so the question really is what is it is it like the search early early searchers that didn't have records or are we talking depositor what what are we looking at here are we talking flood tunnel and he's hoping craig's uh drill program after he's analyzed everything will bring something new to the table yes yes <sighs> yep, well, Craig is back with a vengeance. That's all this really Get means. it, Craig. He is going to get Craig, it. Craig, 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 Craig. <laughs> yes. The Craigmeister. The Craigmeister. <laughs> he, the, yeah, the Craigmeister. I like that. Instead of the Rockmeister for Rick, we got just the Craigmeister bringing the Craig energy. All right, so we go back to the money pit. We this might time, as well. This time Craig goes to the money pit. And he's like, Terry, what this, up? Gives him an elbow bump. This feels like a children's book. Craig goes to the money pit. Maybe that's the next uh, uh, chapter of Annie Goes to Oak Island. I like it. Follows follows Craig around the money pit and over to the swamp. I like it. And then back to the war room to discuss his uh, numbers. And he has that little smirk on his face, you know, that where he's trying to hide. I'm not excited. (laughs) "Mm, I'm really excited. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 
right. So, um, yeah, he's with Terry and the Keeper of Secrets, Charles. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig goes on to talk about how they, um, how he was thinking about the tunnel they found before in, uh, what was that, OC1, right? Yes. And, um, or actually, in this, what they were drilling, and if it was a flood tunnel down there, mm-hmm. or if it was a tunnel leading off to a vault or something, mm-hmm. not OC1. Yeah, because he just kind of <clears> keeps thinking about it and speculating that's what the guy does he's he's a he's he's one of the great minds of our time he definitely is and you know especially since he's seen a lot of these wells are coming up at the same depth is when we're where we're getting that weird stuff going on makes sense it makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know charles chimes in and says that he it would um would be a great explanation because there is nothing in the historical records of a tunnel in that area and that's far too deep for the early searchers and i agree charles i agree if charles is telling you you better agree he's like the guy he's like the encyclopedia of oak island i was gonna say he's the eye of providence of oak island providence well he's the all seeing eye Mm -hmm, yeah he knows he knows it all yeah he knows more than anybody else he just he just lets his secrets go little by little doesn't let people get too deep and too sneaky close charles to yeah. sneaky sneaky uh greg yeah. just says there's a lot of weird stuff going on in that northeast corner mm-hmm. i agree i agree a lot of strange stuff 1706 wood came out of there so mm-hmm. um terry said that it would sure be nice to see a few chunks of wood in this next section of 139 to 149 mm-hmm. he also always talks about or a few you know chunks of like a chest or some uh, treasure just gold, popping up little bobby dazzler something he's he's all in oh, he yeah. really wants there to be some treasure coming up in one of these and that toy sauce yeah games. that next section 139 to 149 we're almost in that sweet zone of the 150 but this is definitely a point of interest if you will yep it is so they open it up take a look and um yeah you know see they, they see some some limestone, a little yeah. bit of plastic clay, some cobbles, mm-hmm. but unfortunately no wood interspersed and, among it. Man, they were finding so much wood before. Uh-huh. They find it with the big eight-foot-wide eight, eight foot wide cans, but like when you're just doing six inches at a time, you miss it by an inch. Mm-hmm. Off by a mile. That's right. And uh, we find out that the next hole, which I like much better than... E12. Well, I was going to say F.25-9.75. <laughs> I will never forget that. But Good. That's You know, it's too bad they didn't pull treasure up from that one because then it would have been No, like, I don't like that one. <laughs> it would have been in, like. I like D11. In historic borehole. It starts with a D, which is my. Oh, D11. With, like yeah. D for Deidre. I thought, I thought since. Craig was back. He was going to make, you know, put his foot down and be like, no, you're doing E12 next. Isn't that what they're drilling here? Oh, you said D11. No, D11 is the next one after oh, this. Maybe. I'm pretty sure they're doing E12. Gotcha. Probably. Here, yeah. Makes sense. Which so. makes sense why they would move over to D11 is mm-hmm. not far away. See, when we stick to the grid numbers, things make sense. When we get all cattywampus, over at f.25 no that is not a fraction there was a dash there was no (laughs) bar okay so any who (laughs) moving on 
Craig lets Terry and Charles know that uh, he's going to be going back and forth between a, a lot between the swamp and the money pit and the money pit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's very invested in the money pit. And Terry assures him they will give Craig a call as they hit the next target horizon on D11. I feel good about D11 because it starts with a D for Deidre. So this is Deidre's hole. I'm claiming it because next week on it looks like they pull out some good stuff out of D11. And this week we see a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I'm claiming D11. Okay. I'm putting my money down on this. Your money in the money pit? My money in the money pit is going on D11. This is winner, winner, chicken dinner, Deidre's treasure. I, you know, over here in Vancouver, Washington. <laughs> so hey, did you see if we won the lottery yet? Yeah. You know, I was just thinking about that too. Like literally, I was just going to say something mm -hmm. about it. I haven't checked. I haven't checked if anybody won yet. So it could still be going with an even bigger jackpot. But I think like, what is it? Mega Millions is worth like, last week it was worth $750 million. I'm thinking... Hmm, I'll buy a ticket, and then if we win, we would probably get a take home about what four hundred million after taxes. Oh my gosh, we're gonna be investors in the Oak Island mystery if this happens. Legit buying a seat at the war okay. room table. So Steve said in a uh, post on Facebook um, that oh, yeah. you know he's like, yeah, see my boss's reaction to uh, the my proposed plan for a two hundred thirty foot deep. 200 foot wide uh, big dig at the money pit costing uh -huh. $50 million. Uh -huh. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if we have $400 million, we Steve, can, we can pay for the big dig. Steve, I'll spot you. <laughs> if we win the lottery, <laughs> if we win the lottery, it's happening. We're go. And you know what? As we see in future stuff, I think Steve's right. Because I think that's where this wood comes up. I think deep in D11 is where we're going to get, the stuff and that's where we need to do our big dig i'm all in all the chips well if nobody won i'll have to buy another ticket because okay. then you know then we'll have even more money and more resources at their disposal. because mm -hmm. we're just going to be like hey we didn't have this money yesterday guys if we had you know one percent of it we're going to be fine let's just let's get the oak island mm -hmm. um thing solved right do you think billy will teach me how to use an excavator if i give him a little tip Heck yeah, you will. <laughs> You're like Billy. I'm a I'm a new investor in your company. I know. Do you think the Dave will let me blow up a piece of the island with him with some dynamite? Let well, you do whatever you want. If you <laughs> if you have that much money, if you show show him enough gold shiny things and, and bring crown. him a, and bring him a like a couple cases of crown. Oh man, you're good. <laughs> what a wonderful day! If I could show up at Dave's house with some crown and dynamite. I could die a happy woman. I might die, but <laughs> well, you never Don't know. Put <clears throat> dynamite in my hand and some crown. I mean, it'd be a good time. Calm down. Let, let's win the lottery first, okay? So I can buy the dynamite <clears throat> and crown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is one early day. Early day. It is early. Okay, <clears throat> so money pit again. Let's see here. Craig. Yeah, so let's go back to the 10x drill site. Because that's where they have a like a sorting. Well, but we table. have another <clears throat> money pit section. Do we? Yeah. Oh, let's go back. It's to It's like money a pit very important part here. All right, let's hear it. Go for it. 
So Craig comes back to the money pit because Terry and Steve had let them know Mm. of a potentially new development in the drilling of D11. Yeah, just like uh, Craig requested. He's like, hey, let me know. And so guess what? They let him know. Yeah, this is this is a big deal. So Terry lets Craig know that at the horizon where they have seen tunnels, the 100 to the 105 area, it's they've encountered some encouraging things. Yes. Uh, Darkened dirt yes (laughs) yes that should have been a clot worthy moment right oh well they they've got dark and dirt could it be yeah uh terry said there was no real cribbing in it just darkened material and clay and everything stirred up and obliterated and a few slivers (gasps) of wood that's what they want this is what we're looking for guys they don't know if it was searcher or placer or even what type of tunnel it is if it's a flood tunnel but this is the good level for digging tunnel Mm -hmm. Uh, steve says so so this is a mystery to us mm -hmm. we don't know what we're in right now and then and then bam bam, new sausage sausage hitting the table (laughs) bam put another patient on choice sausage here we go let's open up her casing 144 foot to 152 feet. Oh, isn't that where Craig says we keep seeing things? Yeah, so it's only about eight feet, not a 30 foot anaconda this time. Yeah, I don't care. This is a shorter sausage and I'm all in. Yeah, so Terry's looking at it real closely. He says it's darkened. Steve asks what that means mm-hmm. and you know, kind of what we said. <laughs> Probably for our benefit because yeah. he's like, yeah. I've seen a lot of yeah. choice sausage. Steve knows. Steve knows. Steve just letting the people know. He's like, good job, Steve. I'm going to tee up, Terry, so you can tell people what this darkened material is. Guppy. Whoa. There you go. Thanks, Guppy. That's it. Appreciate it. Gup till thank you. Mm. (laughs) Instead of a guarantee. No, it's like a thank you from the White House. Our last name is White. You know, at the top of the show, Deidre says Deidre and Dustin White. <gasps> Could so we, it be? We, we live in the White House. Just saying. Even if our house isn't white. <laughs> well, still, it's still white. <laughs> it is. All right. Um, yeah. So Terry says that this section, um, I don't know. It. You talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> they've got the sausage up and he's kind of going through it. Bit by bit, yeah, right? Yeah. And he says, okay, so we have this darkened material. Sure. And this is where Steve's asking what that means. And Terry replies that the discoloration can mean that it is, that this material has been around wood, which is encouraging for us, right? Because we want to see that. We want to see the wood cribbing if there is any. And that's one of the things that Craig keeps saying is interesting that around that depth we are getting that discoloration that indicates we could have potentially been around wood and as the wood decays that's it's gonna change color just kind of like uh when you see iron in the ground and oftentimes around it has that yeah it stains it the wood's gonna do the same thing and that's what we're seeing here is that discoloration okay that's great and Sorry. He also said that we were also seeing that discoloration at the 97 foot level and the 
101 foot level in the same sausage. Sure. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at something deeper with the mm -hmm. discoloration and something higher. So are we looking at flood tunnels? Are we looking at one being a flood tunnel, one not being a flood tunnel? Could it be? Could it be? And that's where Craig in his little interview section is talking about the 150 feet. Again, it's that weird section. It is that weird section where we're seeing stuff. Odd things going on, he says. Mm -hmm. And he said, I think we need to take it deeper. Hmm. Drill, drill, drill. drill. I feel like Guptill <clears throat> wants to take it deeper. Yeah, 230 feet deep is what Guptill would do for 200 feet wide. Per the, what do I want to say? Uh, the drilling down or whatever before the season air. I I'm thinking, why does he say 230? I'm thinking they get some sweet stuff around the 230 mark as they keep. That's so deep. So <clears throat> this is crazy. It is crazy. And I think Craig agrees. And he says, keep going, keep going. Maybe we've collapsed deeper than what we realized. Well, if there's like a cave-like system or something down there, I mean, stuff can fall a long ways. Well, with the solution channel in there, like, do we know exactly how deep it is everywhere? It, it's going to be constantly changing. And Watch. think about all the shaking on the surface and the vibrating. And Watch. They, <clears throat> there was a collapse. Mm -hmm. And they actually buried it at the Money Pit site. But mm -hmm. now it's over in the Mega Bin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it moved that far away. We're, we're literally chasing it. <laughs> yeah, that would stink. That would be a bummer. Hopefully it's not a downhill slope to you know mm -hmm. where we go next. Uh, Steve says that they're just a couple feet off of OC1. I'm starting to think he's a big fan of OC1. Mm -hmm. And so that's, he thinks... That's why he decided to join the table. They're like all drilling in these spots. He's like, meh, I'm going to go do some work over here, yeah. guys. Boop, you know, boop, boop. I got my own stuff to work on. But then they get close to that OC1. He's, like, he's like, oh, you know, I think What's I'm, I'm going to come hang out with uh, the Keeper of Secrets <laughs> yeah. and uh, the Rock uh, Hound over here. Right, right. Yeah. He's like, hmm, you're getting to, uh, to the stuff I'm interested in. Uh, but he, that's why he thinks this core is so important. And he says they need to keep going deeper. Go deeper, dude. Do it, do it. All right, so that's the end of the money pit for this episode. Mm -hmm. Now we can move back to the 10x drill site because that is where they're doing some sorting and some, uh, yes, you know, looking through old spoils of OC1. Also, with correct. Jack, the Jack 6000 uh, sorter, the Jack 6000 sorter edition. Yeah, so we had. Uh, Michael John again yep. from Gearheart uh, Property Improvement. Yep, and he found leather last time. Mm -hmm. And John Winters also from mm -hmm. Gearheart Property Improvement. Uh -huh. So literally, like this is in the thick of the pandemic, people. Uh -huh. uh, Billy's uh, company may have been hit, and there's not much for these guys to do. Guess what? He puts them to work on Oak Island. How Good do I get hired Billy. by uh, Gearheart Property Improvement? To Probably have to live spoils. in Nova Scotia. Well. No. Probably have to live in Nova Scotia. What you think they're gonna you you want to open up a West Coast uh branch of Gearheart? I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking, how do I move to Nova Scotia? But let's do that. I know. Then you can kind of run this that operation from this. I'll run this joint. <laughs> I can like teleconference with Billy every day. Dream come true. I just found my dream career. Billy. You hear? Make it happen, bro. Okay. Bro. 
Well, Billy's not a bro type. He's got a lot of businesses, though, so I mean. He might need a U.S. Branch. Branch. Yeah. I got you, Billy. Yeah. All right. So we have um, we have these guys, you know, Michael John uh -huh. and John Winters. John John. John John. John John. We got John and we John. We got Jack and John John over Jack on the wash John, table. John Jacob Jingle Hyper Schmidt. <laughs> His name is my name, too. You really like to sing that. I do. I'm a big fan. Okay. All right. Um, so these are the spoils that they were uh, were pulled out of OC1, right? Uh -huh. Yes. Okay. That just goes to show you these spoils from last year. That they haven't been able to touch yet. That's crazy. Yeah. And so Michael John, you know, our hero from Gearheart, our, you know, he's like, hero. He, maybe he's like the Robin to um, Billy's Batman. The Robin to Billy's Batman. I like that. Like, this guy's finding stuff. Mm -hmm. He's my hero. Okay. So Michael John pulls a spike off of the table. It's got a rose head on it. Mm -hmm. And Jack's looking at it. You know, Jack's very impressed. And of he's like looking he at it and he's like, this could date with the old wood down. So maybe early 1700s. Yes. And Jack said it would be interesting to get some dates on it to compare with the ones they have found in the area. And he said, you know what? Let's get Laird over here. Yep. He's going to text Laird, get him to come take a look, because you never know. You never know. So Laird shows up, gives him the spike, and he says, yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that Jack's like... He's a little more excited this time than with the leather. I know. That's so sad. I think I would have been more excited about the leather than a spike. Well, the leather looked too new. No, it wasn't new. It just didn't look like from a book, he said. No, I he, think it was I, like I, it's a shoe. Yeah, but I think it's like not. I think I don't know. I, I thought I new got the impression. New is a relative term. I got the impression it was like it could have been from searchers more recent. It's not a Nike. No, like, no, not a Nike. <laughs> like, I'm talking like maybe like anywhere for it could have been like Roosevelt time, like 1911 ish. So know? new. <laughs> I'm, it's newer than 1700 that's why i said yeah. oak island new is a relative <laughs> term you're right um i like the jack's like let's play a game pretty much mm -hmm. and he's like let's see if you point out what i pointed out <laughs> and larry's like something i would do <laughs> i know <laughs> and then larry's like hmm i see your game and i'm an archaeologist <laughs> i will raise you one <laughs> yeah so laird his first response is well it's a big spike mm -hmm. <laughs> and i i wrote lol yes it is yeah <laughs> iron obviously it's got a classic rose head so we all agree on that and so jack's like ding 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 winner winner chicken dinner you got yeah, it right you got it right and i think he's just uh Checking his work, hopefully. Um, Jack says it didn't match any of the previous searcher spikes that he had remembered pulling up. Mm -hmm. And then he asks Laird if he has any idea about the date of it. Mm -hmm. Laird. Yeah. It could, in theory, because, you know, that's <laughs> how Laird talks, in theory. He says it could clean up. And to take a better look at it, oh, sorry, it could go back into the early 1700s mm -hmm. and you could clean it up and take a better look at it to get a good idea. You could also take it to Dr. Krista Brousseau, you know, and do the chemical analysis. Ding, ding, ding. That's another analysis. winner right there. 
And you know what? That's exactly what they do. That's what we do. But before we get there, we do have to stop at the Serpent Mound. Well, we let's just stop there then. All right. What, what happened on the Serpent Mound? Well, we have Gary. Uh, Aaron Gary Taylor. with a plethora of archaeologists. Uh, I know. It's weird. He's surrounded. Uh, we have Liz Michaels and Mer Miriam Amaralt. Uh, Amaralt. I almost had it right. I'm getting it now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Claude Worthy reminds us of the charcoal that was found two weeks ago that ended up dating to 1320 to 1440. It's pretty impressive. Bananas. And Aaron lets Gary get into metal detect in the area where he was just working in. It looks like they've literally taken a section out of the serpent mound. They've like cut the snake in half. And he doesn't find Gary doesn't find anything in that particular spot in particular. Particular spot in particular. Particularly, I'm no. particularly a fan of that word, I guess. And he moves a little bit further away from the feature, thinking maybe it was just like in that last bucket that they pulled up. And he gets a hit, pulls up what looks like to be another older spike. It's got a real pointy end. Mm-hmm. Kind of short. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Aaron asks Gary if that uh, end might be broken. Uh -huh. And uh, Gary's like, it was made that way, mate. And I'm thinking he's thinking, dude, you should know that. <laughs> like That's what, that's what uh, uh, I got from Gary there. Really? Yeah, I don't know. No, I got more of a, like, they have different expertise. Yeah, that's true. And so he's looking for Gary's opinion. And... They're thinking, Maybe, you know, you know, he could have just been saying that for the benefit of the viewers on the show, too. Uh -huh. Kind of like what you said Steve Guptill was saying. Yeah, because like they Thanks know for doing a solid. They know that the cameras are there and it's just, it's not scripted, like we said uh -huh. earlier, obviously. But it's like they still yeah, they still they have to still educate, to as educate. Common yeah, folk. There you go. And Gary points out based on the size of the nail. I mean, you can figure it had some kind of like decking around it. Yeah. You know, that's shorter. And it looks like a deck nail. It, it does. It, it, that's what you would use that for. It's not going to be holding something substantial. Correct, Amundo. Mm -hmm. It does look a lot like the one that just came off the spoils table. OC1, yo. Hmm. OC1, right. let's say original money pit. I'm could, just throwing it out there. Could be. And then we took those spoils up towards said serpent mound. We'll get there. Could it be? Could it be? So they take those, both of those spikes that you just mentioned. They uh -huh. sent them, they sent them to Dr. Krista Brousseau, just uh -huh. like they said they were going to. And then so they got some results back. And yes. we have a new war room meeting to discuss. Yes. Rick, Marty, Alex, Jack, Aaron, Miriam. Gary, Peter, it's Doug. a full war room. Yeah, it's... Did I say Doug? I missed Doug. I thought Sorry, you Doug. missed Doug, but either yeah. way, either Doug was said twice or he was said once. He wasn't missed. He said like five times now, so... Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, they're gathered around the table to talk to Dr. Krista Brousseau mm -hmm. from St. Mary's University about her analysis of the two spikes found on the island. Mm -hmm. One from the OC1 spoils, like you said, mm -hmm. and one from the Serpent Mound, like you also Ooh. said. Oh, look, like I said. All right, so... Um, she said, okay, looking at these spikes, okay, uh, the one with the rose head, because the other one didn't really have a rose head, did it? It's kind of like... I thought it did. I, I thought that it looked like it 
constructed. Okay, but... well, she said that the way that it was constructed was definitely man-made, mm -hmm. not like a machine-made spike. So, check. That's check. good. That's really good. Yep. Square nail, heavily corroded, eight centimeters in length. Yep. And then she had her analysis said that it was wrought um, iron, uh -huh. and uh, it was what. Sorry. Um, so it had no manganese. It contained 0.5%. Oh, yeah. uh, so almost no, uh, what is that? Phosphorus. Phosphorus. Manganese. Could it be? Yeah. Um, the style of spike is consistent with a... Pre-1840. <clears throat> yeah, I wrote that wrong. Yeah, so it was definitely made pre-1840. Mm -hmm. So that's good. But it's consistent with the pre-1790 mm -hmm. um, stuff they've been finding. Yes. And very similar to another artifact that they had found in the, uh, uh, that they had found on the island. Mm -hmm. so. Which I think is the one uh, they found in OC1, but they didn't particularly mention that. She says it's almost identical to the one that they found in OC1. Yeah. And Gary and Jack are pretty stoked about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you be? I, I don't know. They're, they're the guys that found those. They got to be excited. That was True. like one Captain. of the times they found something. They found the same thing, but they were split up from each other. Mm -hmm. What? 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 Say so what? And she says, since the two artifacts, those two nails or spikes, where we want to call them, have almost the exact same phosphorus level, it's like they were made at the same time. Likely. Mm -hmm. Likely. Yeah. Yep, and uh, Jack says, you know, they look similar, and maybe the same blacksmith made them both at the same time. Mm -hmm. That brings up a good point. You know, he's thinking about logistics. Let's say that the depositors were here, and they would have had to prepare for this, mm -hmm. right? Just like Rick said earlier, was they would have had to plan, they would have had to have an engineer, and they would have had to have all this stuff. Sure. So it would make sense for them while preparing, they would have a blacksmith make up a bunch of nails for them, right? Just do a batch. We'll take them with us. We'll use them. And he asks uh, Dr. Krista Brousseau if there's a way to tell if the two spikes are definitely related to each other because we know that's going to be giving us really important information if it is. Um, she says, yes, uh, you could be looking, you could look at the slag inclusion and the concentration of the elements in the slag uh, to see if the same recipe might be used to produce these two spikes. Secret recipes. Written in code. <laughs> Still my favorite clot worthy. Mm. Um, that and ice holes. Uh, Doug points out it would be very interesting because it would mean that the two sites are definitely connected somehow. The money pit and the serpent mount. Somehow they're connected mm -hmm. if we can figure that out and what i thought instantly was we have found pieces of metal slag in the money pit i'd be interested to know with any of the slag if it would match as well if you could do an analysis that would link that all together i mean it would just be another it'd be like a trifecta of linking that all i don't know I just kept thinking about metal slag. <laughs> They've got to have some laying around to connect them. Yes. Yes. Likely. I, I want them to send the metal slag in. <clears throat> that is all. Well, hopefully 
Yeah, yeah. Send in that slag. Send in the slag. Send in the slag. Right. And the nails. Yeah. And <laughs> Marty says, maybe we are indeed looking at the spoils from the original money pit, at which we were talking about. How else is the nail the exact same as the one from OC1? Yep. Yep. You've been kind of stuck on that ever since. You won't shut up about it. I know. And my other thought is, if that's the case... And let's say a nail was there. What if we find like a piece of paper or something in the serpent mound? Like, what if the serpent mound has more little pieces of artifacts? It could. Could it? it Maybe. Because it depends on whether or not the the serpent mound spoils are from retrieving the treasure or, or from placing it. Mm -hmm. If it's from retrieving, which would surprise me if the spoils were from retrieving then maybe there is something in there. Yeah. But. Like if you're going to retrieve the treasure, you're probably not sticking around to fill in the hole. No. Thought. You're just like, ah, got it. Unless you're Peace reusing out. that. Land. Yeah. yeah. Now it would make sense to find a nail up in the serpent mound. If these are original money pit. Depositors. Spoils. Oh, spoils. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, from the depositors. Because it's more or less their dump site of the stuff they didn't need anymore. More or less. And it, you know, that's how you conceal in plain sight what it is you were doing. Mm -hmm. All right. So Marty says, uh, at least uh, let's an analyze it all. Yeah. Let's you know? do that. Let's find out. Mm -hmm. Let's find out these things. Aaron says that they need to remember to focus on if it's pre-searcher. Um, if it's... <sighs> He says, you know, like, uh, okay, so before they came back from commercial right at this point, they had a, a little clip of this mm -hmm. where Aaron said, well, it's depositor. Mm -hmm. And they kind of like took it out of context a little bit. I thought that was funny. Yeah, it made me laugh. Because then they immediately like let you in on uh, that afterward when they have him say that again, but uh -huh. it's in its context. Uh -huh. I don't know. It's pretty funny. But I, I like that he's like, okay, we really need to focus pre-searcher. Yeah or depositor or what who yeah, is this yeah. from kind of like what i'm saying is this spoils from retrieving yeah. or depositing yep uh, they need to know if the all those things are linked including the items in the road area mm -hmm. to know if they're all like connected yeah if we're connecting the lots connecting the lots say what what's the name of this episode again say what could it be connecting the lots dot 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 i think we're connecting the lots here and... all right so they at the very end here, um, Gary has to make another little quip. And it is everybody's favorite new hashtag. It should be anyway. Can we use Billy's trowel? Hashtag Billy's trowel. <laughs> Miriam says, absolutely not. And Aaron laughs at him. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. And Pretty I'm good. thinking, Mer. what if we put like a trowel shaped digger on there for Billy? Mm -mm. I don't count? think it'll work as good. Could he just do a little it's, scrapage? He could, I suppose, but no. Uh, I like Billy's trial just being, you know, his excavator scoop. Yeah. yeah. Billy's trial. Yep. So Rick kind of closes out the meeting by thanking Dr. Brousseau mm -hmm. and thanking everybody else. Mm -hmm. And then that's the end of the episode. That is all the episode. And we got then, through it. Uh-huh. It was a long, it, it was like just packed with info. So. Oh my gosh. I feel like, I feel very full. Of yeah. This might be one of our longest episodes of the podcast this year. Uh, yeah. Probably yeah, will We're be. not done yet because we got something a little bit fun coming up in a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that you're going to want to stick around for. Trust me. Don't go <laughs> away. This is going to be fun. All right. So um, let's, let's talk about the next time on the Curse of Oak Island. Okay. So there's two next time ons, but I'm just kind of going to merge them together. Yeah. Because we had the next time mm -hmm. on that showed up like directly after the episode or whatever. Yeah. And then we have one that's the current preview that's sitting on the History Channel. So, like, they upload the preview. On the app. Yeah, on the app. Mm -hmm. And I always like to go in there and check that out. Yep. Um, so, we know Gary gets a hit on his metal detector. He looks shocked. It's this gold piece we've mm -hmm. all been waiting for. Yeah. Okay? This is... We, we get some new shots of it. And that's exciting. And he's like, what? Like, the look on his face when you pause it is just pure shock. Because he knows if you find something like that in Okan, that's big. Huge. That is, it doesn't get bigger. Mm -hmm. so. And it says it might actually be gold. And he, we see someone analyzing it. I think it's the Numicitus that we had before. Yeah. I'm not positive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I thought, I didn't know that he was looking at that. I thought he was looking at that coin he found last week. I thought he was looking. No, he was definitely looking at the gold piece because okay. I remember pausing to look a little bit closer. Yeah. But he may have been doing both. Probably. Both. You know, he could have been on the island yeah, to clean up the coin. This gold and then thing has got this. their attention. And they're like, sure. excuse me, this needs to go to the front of the line here. Yeah. And because that's what I would do. Yep. And he says, the expert says this is more high end. Uh, someone with money. It could have been a, from a secret box. I don't remember hearing any of that. Oh, I do. Trust me, I spent a lot of time. I didn't, you know, I only saw one of the previews, so it mm. must have been in the one I didn't see. Yeah, because this one was on, when he says that, was on the one right after the episode. Gotcha. I think you only saw the one that's currently uploaded. That's all, the only one I saw, yeah. Um, Let's see here. I'm looking to see if there's anything else mentioned about them. It's just super cool. I can't wait to see what it is. Mm -hmm. And how they handle the find of it mm -hmm. and gary's freak out moment hopefully we get a gold dance um at the serpent mound uh we see aaron and we're getting and something about maybe we're getting remnants of the money pit just like marty said yep and it's just probably that we're digging deeper into that uh let's see here at the money pit we have steve charles scott and terry with a large core out on the table and terry says okay that's wood well below any expected depth wow that's what rick said what rick says wow that is an aha and craig agrees sweet yep uh let's see here do i have anything else about but yeah i was pausing and the the wood he pulls out looks very familiar it looks like the stuff we were getting out of oc1 very old i mean it was a solid chunk coming out of that core cool. i'm betting it's from d11 as they go deeper go d11 my chips are all in i hope it i hope they start a new one it's like d10 you're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, you know, it'd be better if it was D.25. Oh my gosh. 9.75. I will That'd literally lose my mind right. if it's that location. So Rick and uh, Dr. Spooner pull up a huge log, right? Mm -hmm. And Billy is pulling up a huge tree right out from behind them. 
yes, this is what I was talking about earlier. I'm like, are we going to avoid the fact that <laughs> Rick and Guppy? Guppy are carrying out a tree. Yeah, but you said Spooner here. And yeah, the, but the then there's another one yeah. where Rick and Spooner well, are what? carrying out a log, and then Billy's behind them with like the claw pulling out wood. They don't stop working. I didn't course, say they did. Of course did. they're going to keep pulling up stuff. All I want to know is are we deconstructing the road and doing some dendro? Yeah. Mm. Or, or are they going to build a log cabin mm. for me when I buy you know, some room at the room table yeah don't know you know i i think they're building my log cabin shiny gold thing is what this next episode is really about <laughs> this is this is about well no it's about shiny gold thing and wood wood in the, the money, money pit. pit i think we're building up to this moment okay this is i mean we're th this is the time this is where we're figuring out where we're putting that 230 foot deep hole in the money pit and and we're using our lottery winnings to do it and we're using our lottery winnings to do it and we get a shiny gold thing yeah yeah it's all, all the right. good stuff are happening cool all right so that's the end of uh that's something to look forward to on tuesday that's gonna be exciting oh oh here also here's jack saying Look, we found a road. Look, mom, I'm on TV. <laughs> I'm looking forward that's to it? that. That's it. Okay, now that's the end. Okay, now that's the end. All right. Well, right on. Thanks for uh, giving us your analysis of this episode. <laughs> and my tangents. Thank and you tangents. for giving us your analysis. Yeah, you know, my my takes were pretty good, I have to say. Mine were better, but probably. that's all right. No, they usually are. <laughs> all right. So um, do we want to do some clot worthies? Or yeah. Okay, so let's, let's do clot worthy. Do some clot worthies. Do you know? Do you happen to know which clot worthy won last week? I do. Okay, shall well, I? Shall I share? Who? Which clot worthy one was the winner? Uh, here it is. Charcoal found within the serpent-shaped feature on lot fifteen, dating back as early as the fourteenth century. Charcoal? Could it be? It could be. It okay, is. Okay, so that was the winner. Uh mm huh. -hmm. Very cool. Very, and, very cool. Um, and fun. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So um, thanks to everybody that voted. If yes. you want to, um, I'll say it now and I'll say it afterward, but if you want to participate in our uh, voting uh -huh. for the Clotworthy Moments, you would go to our Facebook uh, group, uh -huh. which you can get to by going to facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast. You will find, um, if you click on, I think, a tab that just says groups, There'll be a group that you can click on. You could join it and you could be one of the people that votes on this very prestigious award very of prestigious. winning the clot worthy moment of the, the week. Okay. The clot worthy moment. Mm -hmm. Okay. For let's sure. see here. All right. And so um, you could also go to Twitter and it's twitter.com slash Oak Island pod. Mm -hmm. right. Okay. All right. We... So do we have contenders this week? Yes, we do. All right. Let's see the first clot worthy contender. A wood structure. Could it be connected to the stone pathway? Or has the team uncovered a different and completely separate man-made feature? Hmm. Could it be? That's that's a that's a classic uh, clotworthy. It is a ooh, that I like that. Classic clotworthy. Yeah, that's good stuff. Okay, so that is going up against. Did I, did I just play the which one? You played the wood one. Thank you. There you go. A tunnel found some 100 feet deep 
and right in the vicinity of OC1. Right in the vicinity of OC1. So we got a tunnel versus wood. And there was some wood from that tunnel. So I felt like they were related. and Kind of like the spikes? Yeah. yeah kind of like spikes. Kind of like the spikes or exactly like the spikes. Yeah. So... Anywho, <laughs> anywho. <laughs> all right. So if you want to vote on this week's uh, clotworthy moment, mm -hmm. like I said, go to facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast, find the group tab, click groups, go to our Oak Island, could it be an Oak Island group and vote, 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 yeah. vote, 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 vote. All right. So, um, or twitter.com slash Oak Island pod. All right, so um, we got that taken care of. We mm -hmm. have something special coming up. Deidre's setting it up right now. Mm -hmm. That's why you don't see her looking at the camera anymore. Um, <laughs> Wait, where did it stop? Because you know. sent me that. No, yeah. you, all the good ones you sent me. All right. Uh, while okay. she's continuing to set this up real quick, and she's going to share her screen, um, if you want to get a hold of us through email, you can do so. And that's uh, you go to uh, or just email us at oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, also, if you wanted to, oh, I don't have that pulled up. My, we have a voicemail line. Mm -hmm. If you remember, last week we had an amazing voicemail. Actually, we got another voicemail. We did. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, I'm gonna play it. Well, that's exciting. No, you've already heard it. Oh, it, I have. But uh, we didn't hear it on the podcast. We only heard it on the um, what you call it, the uh, trivia last week. Got it. So let me pull up that uh, voicemail. One second. Here it is. Ready? Okay. I, I love I, I love your recording, your answering recording. Pretty cool. Hey, this is Jeff Signary. I just got your number from a friend. Just wanted to tell you I got your trading cards, and they're pretty cool. I've got no other agenda than to tell you keep sending them, have fun, and keep rooting for me. <laughs> thanks jeff thanks jeff so if you don't know what that's about if you're a new listener to the podcast or something um that was a a funny little um thing that jeff it, it was kind of like a riff on what marty said yeah well we because we got a voicemail from a very special member of the fellowship of the dig and if you missed it last week here i'm gonna play it because why not yeah i love your i love your um Recording, your answering recording. Pretty cool. Hey, this is Marty Lagina. I uh, got your number from a friend of yours. And I just want to tell you, I saw the trading cards. I think they're cool. I think they're, they're you know, just really fun. So I have no agenda other than to just tell you that. So there you are. Uh, have fun. Keep rooting for us. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So we had legit, like Marty Lagina, the big kahuna himself. Right. Uh, send us a voicemail. And we have our friend Amy. Uh, Amy S from Ohio mm -hmm. to thank for that. So Amy, you're awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. And, and happy belated birthday. Her birthday was yesterday. Aww. Um, yeah. So Marty Lagina called us and DJ kind of a big out. deal. She like fangirled out. Uh, but, um, yeah. I'm really bad at not being a fangirl. Yeah. So. But then uh, Jeff, <laughs> you know, heard that. And so he recorded his own uh, voicemail that was just like it. Anyway, this is, is funny. So thanks for doing that, Jeff. It, it made our week. And Marty, you made our week prior to that. So thank you. All right. If you want to call us on our uh, Oak Island voicemail line, it's 360-836-4549. All right. We ready? 
Is that? I think you got enough. I think I you're was good. trying. I feel like I missed something. It doesn't matter. You're good. Okay. You got enough. Okay. All right. So, um, Deej was about to share her screen with um, some uh, <laughs> some uh, something that uh, came yeah. to our attention a couple of days ago. There was a um, there's like this new app mm -hmm. where you can make people into cartoon characters. Yeah, I had never heard of it. And Dustin was telling me about it. Yeah. And so I had a great idea. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we should make the Fellowship of the Dig into cartoon characters. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, it, it transforms them into like Pixar like. -like. Pixar or Disney princess style i guess is what the That's site what the app says. calls it don't yeah. say that though come on it's pixar like it's it is pixar like ish. Right. and so uh we made members of the fellowship of the dig mm -hmm. into uh, uh like <laughs> basically pixar characters mm -hmm. and uh we're gonna share that with you the uh we just want to give credit to the uh app it's called tune me mm -hmm. and so uh you go should ahead. go on and do it to oh yourself. my gosh i laughed harder yesterday than i've laughed probably in a year, maybe more. Like I was rolling around, like literally rolling on my back. Like uh -huh. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. So, and so this is going to be weird for podcast listeners. Yes. So we apologize, but you might want to either tune in to uh, come to our Facebook page and watch this part of the video yep. or YouTube or whatever, however you find us mm -hmm. and uh, take a look at these. We're going to describe them mm -hmm. for the podcast people, but sorry that you're not be able to view them. Yes. And those of you that remember when the whole trend was going on where you could get the app and make yourself really old. Yep. And it, it was pretty good. Well, yeah. this is the cartoon version. Yeah, it's kind of like that. We're having fun. Okay. All right. So you're going to share the first one? Yeah, let me. No. What did you do? You broke it again? Yeah, I'm always breaking things. I know. Okay. And right. then now I'm going to show. So let's, let's, let's pull in Billy. Billy. <laughs> so I was really impressed of how well it did with Billy here. Yeah. He is Pixarified. He is Pixarified. You know, his his eyes are a little less squinty because they give you big eyes in these cartoons. Mm -hmm. But and, um yeah, he they like opened up his eyes because mm -hmm. he was like staring into the sun. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I was like, Yes. All right, move on to the next okay, one. Okay, let's see who's next. Let's move through these kind of quick if we can. Oh, look at oh it, it came across really well. Yeah. I think some of these are double in here, so I apologize, oh, guys, on accident. That's okay. We were kind of rushing this part. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, look, Guppy looks like a great. It looks Pixar like a Guptil huh? guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> we have Alex, Alex is shocked. He is shocked. <laughs> we're gonna share these on our Facebook yeah, page too. And these, by the remember, way. these are all done uh, with that Tune Me app. <laughs> so we got Tom. Tom. Yep. Looks a little shifty eyed there. <laughs> oh man. All right. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, hey, oh, there's Dave. Oh, there's Alex oh. again. <laughs> he got teeth that time. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Teeth and curly hair. I think that's a good one of him. Yeah. All right. So uh then we had Dave thinking <laughs> shit. I mean I look, love this expression. He looks so good. I know. He looks like a I was really impressed with this. You know, I think we need a a fellowship of the dig, the animated series. I think so. Wouldn't that be fun? Be fun. Terry. Like Terry. Looking Pre pretty Terry. It's Terry Prebeard. Prebeard Terry. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, I mean, 
It looks like Terry. Yes, it does. <laughs> Craig. Craig. Oh. He looks so excited. He, I got a couple of really good ones that went through, Craig. I, I love this. This is Craig's like, I'm about to tell you how old this piece of wood is <laughs> yeah. face. He looks real excited. He does. Oh, there's another, another Dave. Dave. I mean, yeah. I mean, Dave I, looking good. Yeah. I think I like the other one. Though. Oh, Charles, the keeper of secrets. Look, Look at how him. sneaky, sneaky he looks. Man, we need him in a animated series. We do. Why? He screams animated series. Prometheus, get on it. We need it at the Oak Island, the right? animated series. That's right. Voiced by all these guys. That'd be oh, so that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Laird's like, you want to dig up what with Billy's trowel? <laughs> Yeah, Laird looks a little uh, concerned here. He, he is concerned. <laughs> they said Billy's trowel. Yeah, that's fun. Peter, looking like a youngster here. Yeah, I mean, Extra baby face. smooth skin. Yeah, yes. It's uh, Peter Fernetti. Oh, apparently I had two Peters in a row. Scott looks sad. Yeah, but he looks like <laughs> but Scott. But he looks like Scott. That Not saying so that Scott's always sad, <laughs> but... But, but it uh, definitely looks like Scott. He's yeah. thinking, I'm hurting cats again today. <laughs> this is fun. Oh, another Steve. But oh. this is the one where his eyes are closed. <laughs> yeah, but it looks good. Like the original picture, his eyes are closed. And then, <laughs> and then they gave him eyes. <laughs> so, like the cartoon looks great. But, <laughs> but he, does, like... he does look upset and concerned, though, as a cartoon. He's like, well, how did this happen just, to me? He's busy working, you know? Laird's still another concerned. Laird. So that's a double, actually. Yeah. Oh, there's marty. a marty yeah yeah marty's looking like he's uh ready to work yeah or oh my gosh ready for a drink <laughs> rick you know how hard it guys oh, it was to get a decent rick and this isn't like we i think we have one that might be a little bit better yeah uh, hopefully but um yeah rick was particularly yeah, difficult this app and, had a hard time with yeah him. it just doesn't understand the brown hair and the white goatee <laughs> like it really most struggled. of the time it doesn't have any facial hair <laughs> like it just thinks it's it thinks it something's thinks wrong with his face is... <laughs> and a lot of times there'll be a hat and it turns it into hair look at another billy. epic billy yeah, shot really good. like i like this I one like a that. lot i like it too epic billy oh mm. that's is that all of them that i have oh my gosh yeah so we didn't share some of the ones where they looked terrible but yeah man they were funny oh man <laughs> she had this one of laird that it had me rolling around laughing so hard well, for a long time they just like because it's an auto thing mm -hmm. and you know we don't this is not something we make no. that, you know, we throw it into the app oh my gosh. and don't have control over it. it and was, it was so funny though. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. I couldn't, I couldn't get enough. So I'm, I'll, we'll put up a post on our Facebook page and share it to our Facebook yeah. group today uh, um, with these images here, probably in an hour or so. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. Uh, I'll put, if all the good ones I'll put up. Like if there was like, you know, there was those two good Daves. I'll put both of those in there. Yeah, exactly. You know, and there was a few good Lairds and, you know, um, but there might only be like one or two Marty and Ricks. M Marty actually turned out pretty good. Yeah, Marty Rick was, was so difficult. It's the hair issue. They put hair on Gary a couple times <laughs> and that was hilarious. Yeah, but it's yeah. really funny. So I don't know. Oh, we thought that would be fun to share with you. We'll definitely get them up on our page and on the group and be able to do that. Uh Oh, oh uh, actually. So this one wasn't too bad. Let me. Oh, okay. You don't like that one. I don't. Okay. But... Well, you didn't show the clot worthy. Why didn't you show clot worthy? Cause did you send it to me? I think so. I yeah, don't think I'm, so. I'm sure I did. 
Because we had a good clot worthy too. Mm -hmm. Where's he at? Oh yeah, right here. For for the clot worthy. If you can see, that looks like Robert Clotworthy. Sure does. If he was a cartoon character. And there's one more I want to share. Um let's see here. Oh yeah. This is this is one of my favorites. Oh. I, I made Deidre a cartoon. And she looks like, literally, she looks like a Disney princess. I was like, who's that? Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my beautiful wife. She's well, great. And I was like, uh, it's probably because it's like more of a headshot photo. <laughs> it didn't have all the blurry background. So it came out all right. No, it didn't have real good. You're, it's great. All right. So um, is there anything else to do or share? I don't think so. We will see you Tuesday night. Right? Uh, or are we doing, are we doing trivia on Monday yeah. or Tuesday this week? No, we're doing it on Monday. Okay, so Monday trivia, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Then we'll be back for Oak Island or Oak Island pregame. Yes. On Tuesday at 5 p.m. East uh, Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. And so you know where to find us. And please email us, yes. oakislandpodcast@gmail.com. Please call, call us, us at that Oak Island hotline. I forgot what it was. Mm -hmm. uh, well, rewind it. You guys can find it. All right, so is there anything else? I don't think so. All right, well, thanks for tuning in this morning. And, tuning in. Yeah, tuning in, and it was a fun time. <laughs> All right, and guys. And I'm glad we connected the lots together. Well, yes, I'm glad. And next it'll be a rocky we'll road. Be a rocky next, road. Yeah, next time will be a rocky road. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good day, and until next time. Could it be?